0: Uh, be teachable, never and and never be afraid to be curious and ask questions when you don't understand something.
1: Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay christ and welcome to the another episode of the Design Life Show. In episode 85 of TDLs, I'm stoked to sit down with Diane Gibbs of the Design Recharge Show. She has been a designer for over 20 years and entrepreneur since 2002. She has been a design professor since 2003, teaching the next generation of designers and illustrators. Professionally, Diane has won over 24 national and international design awards and she coaches creative solopreneurs from all over the world. In this episode, we talk about her design life stories from growing up, why challenging yourself is very important to keep moving forward, how being curious can be your best asset to build an amazing business, the importance of having a i can do it mindset or attitude and how to start your own business by making lives better for others and how to make yourself better on pricing and a lot lot more so make sure to stick around until the end and hopefully you know you'll enjoy this episode as much as i do and before we go dive into this week's episode i just want to thank you atan for listening to the podcast and making tdls as part of your listening habits and for me that's uh, that means a lot so uh yeah uh, if you haven't already please make sure to s- to subscribe on spotify apple podcast google podcast or soundcloud or any of your favorite podcasting app and check out all the episode previous episode at the designliveshow.com so that's it thank you so without further ado i hope you enjoy this episode You're listening to The Design Life Show, a podcast that's helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jake Rice, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey, their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jake Rice, and welcome to another episode of the Design Live Show. And I'm really, really stoked right now. And I think this is a dream come true for me to have Diane Gibbs on the show. And, uh, most probably you've heard here, uh, heard her, uh, her podcast as well, her show, the, uh the show the design Re- richard podcast and it's really an interactive web show and podcast recorded live with audience and i, I um, i'm one of the fan of of her content as well and i'm glad to have her on the show so diane how are you thank you so much for dropping by on the podcast
0: i'm so honored to be here and i'm so glad to that you asked me to do this super excited
1: yeah I'm I'm too I'm I'm super stoked to have you on the podcast and to really share your journey and uh, you know your grand up story for for the Philippine audience especially for the TDLS listeners and you know uh speaking of that just to give context uh for those who haven't heard uh your name or uh or your show uh can you share a little bit about uh what are you doing and uh how how you how you get started in this uh, in this journey?
0: Sure. So I studied graphic design, uh, and I graduated in 1996. So I'm super old, but um, I think <laughs> I have lots of energy for say, being somebody who's been around. And I also think our industry is really mm-hmm. full of life, and so I yeah. love. Uh, it's always changing. It's something that if you aren't, if you wanted something that was. The same thing every day, design is probably not the right field for you because you have to be able to love learning and you have to be able to, you know, change. That's how marketing is. And and I think that just, it's, I love our industry. I love, if, if you can't embrace change, this probably isn't a, a good field, um, but I Got my degree, and then I moved to Denver, Colorado, and I worked as a publication designer, and I worked for a corporation, and I did a little bit of uh, freelancing, and I did a lot of snowboarding, which probably you don't do in the Philippines, but Mm -hmm. I grew up in the South, so uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, and then um, I went to college at Auburn University, and then I moved to Denver, and I really have felt uh, even when I was in college that I wanted to be a professor one day, but I I really had felt called by God to be a professor. Uh, but I just kept putting it on hold and on hold and on hold. And I got um, my last job in Colorado was with a corporation and I was the advertising designer and <clears throat> I got the job and I was, it was awesome. It was great. And not two weeks after getting the job, my boss came up to me and said, are you still looking for a job? And I was like, what? I'm like, <laughs> usually people like me. Like, usually I have not made any enemies in two weeks. And I was like, oh my goodness. No, I am not. I'm happy. What's happening? And um, so I think that's the way God works. I think that's the way he knocks on the door and you better answer it or bad stuff, you know, like it, doors keep closing. Right. So I was like, okay, I hear you. And i decided to go back to school and they were they when nothing was wrong with me but they were from the upper management they were going to close the marketing department they didn't end up closing the marketing department for like another 10 years and then they have re-upped it because my best friend works there now but and they actually have offices in the philippines even
1: um (laughs)
0: but They, so it didn't happen, but it was just the impetus. It was that first kind of knock and I answered because I knew that that was what I felt like I was called to do. So I went back to school and I went to Virginia Commonwealth University, which is in Richmond, Virginia. So I had to move across the country again. And then I uh, studied design again at a deeper level, more theoretical, and it was really good. Learned a lot about typography. And then I started my business. Um, and i moved to mobile alabama and and i got a job as a professor teaching graphic design but as a professor i have to um I have to do research you know if i was like a mm-hmm. biologist or something i'd be cutting up frogs or i have no <laughs> idea what biology people do right or geologists they yeah. study rocks well for us as designers i could have clients or i could write books well i wanted to be able to make money and yes. So, I decided I was just gonna and I love helping people. It's not that I was just money driven but I also think um maybe people don't get an idea of how much a professor makes, but it where I teach it was more like a high school teacher's salary now, I didn't work I don't have to be at work as long as the high school teachers, but it wasn't like this huge amount of money, so I really did need to supplement my income and so i I did that and i I grew a business so from two thousand two to now. I've had my own company, um, which is Little Bird Communications, and I have had clients. Some clients have been with me for 15 years.
1: Wow. And
0: mm-hmm. it, it's, you know, there's something to be said about mm-hmm. being able to grow with a company and that they feel like you're part of their team. So I, I love Love that fact, and I have long a lot of long term clients that I've done their website four times. Or, right, you know, I mean, it's it's a it's an investment. It's time. It's stuff I do every month for some people. Stuff I do every quarter. Some clients I do stuff every week, and um, so it's I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot. I challenge myself. I remember in two thousand five, my husband was like, "Hey, can you make my website?" And I was like, "Nope, I don't want to do that." Cause at that point it was all HTML and CSS Mm -hmm. and tables, you know, everything had to be in tables. And I was like, I don't want to do it. And he's like, you really should do it. You should really know how to do this. This seems like something you should know how to do. And so I was like, fine. And I did it. And I'm so thankful. He's like, don't, aren't you glad I made you do that? And I, I am super glad that he made me do it. But I think one of the things is that it's about challenging yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. on a regular basis. And, Um, that was one of the biggest challenges. And now I know that I can figure it out, right? There's YouTube, there's lynda.com or LinkedIn Learning or whatever it's called now. And Udemy, there's all kinds of learning tools that we can use that Skillshare, that's not very expensive, that we can dive in and kind of get get some answers. There's also communities that we can join Mm -hmm. to get deeper answers. And I think, um, you know, I guess that's been, for me, being a professor, I have to, I have to have clients, but that's not enough. Like for me to get, to get promoted within the university system, I had to win at least one national or international award a year. So there were other things that count, you know, towards getting promotion. And so I don't necessarily think that I would have pursued that otherwise, but it really does help clients to know that, it's an award-winning design firm. And uh-huh. um, I don't have any huge clients like Coca-Cola or, mm-hmm. you know, these. And And I think that maybe that's uh, – maybe we all maybe would love that. But really, Coca-Cola is going to use you once. They're yes. not going to use you for 15 years. <laughs> I had um, a customer say, you know, you can – You can go after the big guns, but really it's the people that are going to stay with you. These small mom and pop Mm -hmm. shops are going to stay with you long term. And over the course of a customer, right, for them being your customer, they actually are more valuable than having Coca Cola and doing something for $10,000 or something, right? Because these little mom and pops over 15 or 20 years, they will have paid you way more than $10,000. So, I think it's I, it's not always about ego it's also to me it's really I want to be able to help people so I ended up having to go through and uh, you know try to get awards and I have I've been able to win over 25 international and national awards but it's not what I necessarily value what I value is that my clients have been able to stay in business and my clients have been able to thrive. My clients have gone from solopreneurs to scaling entrepreneurs that are of teams of 15. That's a big, that's a win. That feels like (laughs) I did what I was supposed to do. You know, when somebody sells out all their packages or all their products or they, they, to me, that is, that's winning. And when I teaching a student, you know, it's not when they graduate is when they went, I feel like I don't win. I don't graduate until they get a job. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. not, it's just not enough. I think, and I, to me, it's not always about the money. I mean, you have to have enough, right. To pay your bills. Yes. Then there's a point where it doesn't matter anymore because you have enough. You can do the things. So now let's, let's make some other people, some money. Let's also let's whatever they love to do, let's get it so that they can do that. And I think mm-hmm. for creatives, you can do it. It does take hard work. Nothing, there is no quick key command for getting rich. You know, it's, it's hard work Yeah, 100%. every day. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, every day. And even during the weekends, you need to grind, right? So it's really, it's really to, to call it overnight success, some, some, sometimes uh, people need to work 10 years, 15 years to call it an overnight success, right?
0: Right, right it's all mm. that learning that you do yeah
1: so Diane, i i just want to highlight your you know your your transition from you know from being a uh let's say uh, an advertising designer into being a creative solopreneur or, or what a business owner right so what what are you thinking back then when when you're transitioning into a bis- uh, being a business owner i think uh here in the philippines like having a business skills or mindset is like a privilege around especially in in this i don't know if it uh, we can here in in here in our province so the main job here is farming and factory jobs or whatever because um, schools are you know are teaching those things for you to be employed in a company not to build your own business so i want to really dig dive on your thinking how you how, what are what's what's going on in your mind my your mind while transitioning into being a business owner? I love that question.
0: That's such mm-hmm. a good question. So when you're, it doesn't matter if you're farming or if you're in a factory, mm-hmm. there is something that's not working right. There are ha- more than likely, it's, and it's, it's about being okay with the mm-hmm. status quo. Not everybody's, I don't think everybody's yeah. called to be an entrepreneur. 100%. Mm-hmm. But, but there are people who are like, you know what, this could be better this yeah. if this was done this way it could be better it could be a system in place right like hey maybe we should you know do this before we do this or maybe we should do you know what i mean like it could yeah. just be a mm-hmm. systems thing mm-hmm. it could also be so then you're creating a system for for your company or you create a system that other companies could um could replicate um it could be a a product just like Eli Whitney right when he invented the cotton gin. I'm from the South, so we have a lot of cotton, lots of farming, yeah, and they were hand picking My parents both hand picked cotton when they were kids, and um not that the they're old enough that Eli Whitney and the cotton gin wasn't around, but you know if you've ever seen cotton um I don't know if y'all have cotton over there. I mean, I'm sure you have cotton, but you know what I mean. So, but you you have these this bowl of cotton, and then there's these seeds, and you really have to pull out, right? So now there's a machine that does it, but there wasn't a machine that didn't. Eli Whitney was working in the fields. And he realized there must be an easier way. And it's about being experimenting. Uh And me and you were talking about this before. It is about experimenting. Well, I wonder if this would work. It's about being curious. It's about just exploring. Even if this might not solve a problem, but really if we are teaching our kids to be um, problem solvers and like instead of saying, oh, you do A, B, and C, right? No, sometimes you just say, hey, fix the clock. And you don't tell them how to do it. They have mm-hmm. to figure it out. They either have to watch a YouTube or they have to um, just tinker with it and see what finally works. I think that that would be a better way for us to teach somebody who, because th- those are the thinkers we need. Those are creative thinkers because it it can't, it's not always solved with A, B, C, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. to mm-hmm. me, it's about understanding, uncovering that problem it, it could be a problem that um, you just hate uh, something that's on your phone or something in a book, like bookmarks. I, I am now so sold on these magnetic bookmarks. Um, oh. I love them. They're small, but they clip a, two pages together. Why didn't somebody, why didn't I think about this? <laughs> you know, a bookmark falls out Genius. of a book all the time, mm-hmm. right? But a magnetic bookmark doesn't it you clip it to the top of the page and it's cl- it's there it is not moving to me it's like oh that was an easy problem solve right but why for many many years hundreds of years we've used bookmarks with which is a piece of paper marking your spot right 100% yeah
1: i, I think uh, that's really you know uh, i'm glad you've said uh, there's no a linear way to to point a to point b right so it's there's a lot of ways to solve a, a problem or any kind of problem, and to make it better, really. And uh, I, I'm just curious, uh, Diane, with with regards to your internal motivations, right? I know you you really, you know, you you surround yourself with people with a lot of great people and smart people. But what, what's your internal motivations back then when you want to really transition in, into being a business owner, to really own your, you know, own your crap, to really be be driven on helping uh, other peoples or create uh, create uh, amazing things with you, uh, with your clients or with other people you are coaching. What's your internal motivations? Uh, you know, uh, just to share to our listeners.
0: So I think I mean on the total base, mm-hmm. total at the at the base of everything, the core is that I'm a Christian and gotcha. I believe we're supposed mm-hmm. to love people, um, and I love Jesus. And that's for me to help people is for me to show that. But the other thing I think really God placed on my heart was that we people are supposed to be able to be creative. And what I, what I see is that people think, oh, well, I just have to do this on the side. Uh This, I can't make a living at this. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, you can. That is a um, Mm -hmm. limited limiting mindset and it is not truth. And I believe that I mean, Jesus was all about that turning over tables, you know. Yeah. <laughs> telling and to me, it's like there was no limiting, and, and there is no limiting because mm-hmm. I believe that our God is a big God and He can do a lot of things. And even with tiny people like me, He can do He can do something. And mm-hmm. I really. Um, it's never been about the numbers, or God would have put something else on my heart. I think because I I don't even know how many people downloaded. I don't look at that. Thank goodness years, because I don't right 70. right. right. <laughs> um, but I think I need. I want you know. At, my husband is asked, He's like, well, what if you you know we won the lottery? Would you still teach or would you still work? And I said, yes. You know, this is this is my calling. This is not. I don't just do it to make money. And I think that that's maybe where the difference is Mm -hmm. between maybe somebody who's farming, who isn't passionate about it because I actually know a lot of farmers who are absolutely passionate about it. And I think Mm -hmm. that's awesome. Mm -hmm. But there are some people who take a job because it's a job. And Jim Carrey has a a talk. I think he did a a graduation. I think there's a YouTube. I'll try to uh, send it to you so that you can Mm -hmm. um, connect it at the bottom or something. Mm -hmm. But he talked about how his father was hilarious even funnier than jim carrey jim carrey is an actor he's been he's a comedian he's done a ton of, of work for a lot of years and he his dad gave up and decided because he had a family he was going to be an accountant and when he was like in his mid 50s he lost his job and you know had he pursued what he was passionate about he would have mm-hmm. been able to make more money but a lot of times people don't believe that they are good enough or that they are that they can learn it or they can work hard and get it and i believe that that we can i think that that is something that um is put on us by society or by the devil i have i don't know who's doing it <laughs> mm-hmm. but somebody's making well, us believe that we can't us. Do it. yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly those negative self talk for sure but I've also seen people that don't let anything stop them and they help so many people because they fought and because they did what was uncomfortable and they, they just didn't accept, they said, this is not the way it's supposed to be. This isn't, it's not either fair or it's not right. And, um, it's just like even with Eli Whitney and the cotton gin, you know, he's like, (laughs) this could be easier. These people's hands are just getting torn all apart. This could be easier. And I just think, you know, he did this. I'm sure he wasn't thinking, oh, I'm going to make a ton of money off of this. He was doing it because he wanted to help and make it easier because they could pick a ton of cotton, but they couldn't get the um, seeds out easily. It was taking too long. So to make his life easier, he did this. And as a result, made his life he made more money or he you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. those things come after but the the motivation has to be something else it's like you with your your, business
1: yeah
0: Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and if it's if you don't have that call that purpose no business will ever no no job no career nothing will ever suit it will ever scratch that itch because it's you, you have to find what you're passionate about. And it doesn't matter what it is. I just think that there is a way. There are so many people in this world and so many weird needs, so many um, hobbies, so many things. And there is a way to do it. You know, somebody once said, you need to do your podcast for five years, Diane. And I said, okay, I can do that. I can make that commitment. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they said, because it's just like a marathon. A lot yeah. of people drop out of the race because they can't stay in and Ashley who does all the the scheduling for me and she's my right hand man or woman whatever yeah she um I said after about five years I said Ashley you know I don't know if I want to keep going and she said well what do you how do you feel after an interview and I said I feel um invigorated I'm excited mm-hmm. I've just learned yeah. something and she mm-hmm. said then it's still so- serving a purpose for you. And I do it live. So I know that I'm not alone. You know, I think it, it would be harder, I think, to do it. I mean, it's me and you right now, right? Yeah. But for you, mm-hmm. there there's a commitment because you're doing this without seeing any automatic results, right? And I think that um, for me, I needed that reassurance. Now, granted, I, I, I just cared that there were 24 people, that they are watching it, right? That yeah. was enough <laughs> for me that mm-hmm. 24 people came live. Um, I know that I have, I mean, they're not amazing. It's not 100,000 downloads. It's not 1,000 downloads every mm-hmm. episode. It's I don't even know what the episode number is. But I know, <laughs> you know, right now it could be between, you know, 300 and a 1,000 a week, 1,200 a week. That's it. And But to me, it's like, wow, you know, if you were in a room with 300 people, that's a lot of people. And to me, that's enough because maybe some of those people are getting helped. And I think if it's, you know, 10 hours a week for me to help 24 or 300 Mm -hmm. people, I'm good with that. Like, let's do it. Let's help.
1: (laughs) Yeah, 100%. And I think I'm really connecting with that because – uh, you know, like what I said, it's really a commitment to really uh, share, uh, provide or value to the community or whatever industry you are in, and it, it really takes a, a a lot of a ton of hard work and and you know uh, for me it's a massive experience, a learning experience, right? Right? So uh, I also my mindset also as well is to whenever someone you know ping me about uh something they've learned in in one episode that I did that that's more than enough right so that's more than enough mm. that they are learning, and maybe i'm doing a good job because of because of that message and right now um and right now when diane gibbs you know com commented on my post, wow, Diane Gibbs of the design uh retired show, so this is really amazing something's really happening right something's really. You know, growing uh, on me, or maybe uh, I'm I'm doing the right thing, or I'm I'm on the right direction. So uh, I'm just giving some context for those uh, Filipinos that you know the limiting beliefs and mindsets mindset that society you know instill on us is you know something that we can uh, we can change, right? So we can make it better right so less but better so right so we can always do the essential things and right things uh, beyond our business and beyond our you know beyond our professions or job right so thank you so much for can sharing I, that yeah mm-hmm. sure
0: can i ask you a question
1: yes yeah what's yes.
0: You, what's your motivator
1: my motivator actually uh, my motivator is really my family right so because uh mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a 30-ish father now and back then I am just you know trying to to really uh find uh you know meet ends something like that or find a job that really mm-hmm. meet my ends or my uh, my things that I need to pay you know pay the bills but right now uh, my main motivator really is my family and to build my legacy not just to build mm-hmm. my name or my business or you know I, uh, some some of my clients are not really millionaires like you Dan, right so and uh, and it's really important that you retain uh, uh during these times especially COVID-19 uh you 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 want to really retain them uh, as long as as much as possible even though there's a lot of work behind that and then yeah that is um and I think that's really you know a win-win for 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 a long-term uh, perspective, and a lot of people don't realize that. So I think that's just something that we can
0: highlight, right? Right, absolutely. But one of the things, like a super strength, is your ability to write. Your, I mean, this is not your. Yeah. Y- your English is awesome. Like, mm-hmm. you're, you're, like, you're doing way more than I'm doing, and and you're helping. Your, your motivator is also, if you know, if it was just. For your family, there's also must be something Uh pushing you to help other designers or other entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. especially in the Philippines, because you keep, I mean, you keep coming around because you want to make it relevant for them. And I think that, you know, you're, you're a superstar because you are fighting for them Mm -hmm. every day because it does take a lot of work to do. Yes. Takes a lot of work.
1: Mm -hmm. 100%. It's always an uphill battle. And yeah, maybe uh, uh, another motivator for me uh uh except i uh, number one uh, also is the you know i'm seeing a lot of questions about you know uh, about the uh about the problems or you know problems of, on the creative industry and and i'm really thinking deeply every night and day to really how how can i share my journey my expertise to really bring them and to be, bring them to their right goals, right? So to to really bring them to the right direction. And one thing that I'm really passionate of is to experiment things and being really curious about it and share my progress on that. And I'm not really trying to position myself as an expert, although some people are uh, uh, calling me as an expert, right? So I, I still, you know, I, I, as a designer, as an artist, I still... Pa- for me, it's. I'm still really trying to be curious and um, make it really better for for my for my clients, for my for the for them for the uh, students that I'm teaching on my mentorship program. So I think that's uh, that's one thing that uh, you've also mentioned, and I'm I'm glad you 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 raised that up, uh, especially for TDLs listeners.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, look at, I mean, you being able to experiment, being curious, you're not saying that you're an expert, you're saying, I'm going to try some things, and I'm uh, going to figure mm-hmm. it out. And then I'm going to share what yeah. what I've done. And yes. my goodness, mm-hmm. that is invaluable. But a lot of people have too much fear to uh-huh. even try, right? Mm-hmm. That's why so many people are just in farming, and, but they're not passionate about it. Or so many people are just doing the factory work, but they're not passionate about it. They have other they have other passions um but they don't think that they could make it so for mm-hmm. you you are serving as hope like hey mm-hmm. you know you are you are able to show them that this there is you can do this
1: thank you yeah. <laughs> that means a lot
0: i think that's great i'm super glad mm-hmm. you're doing it i'm super glad you're thank you, you're Dan. experimenting yeah.
1: thank you so much. And yeah, uh and that nah, a lot of people don't realize that there's still a lot of, you know, uh, you know challenges behind it. And speaking of challenge, challenges, you've built an enormous things, you know, throughout your journey, Diane, and uh, I'm really, you know, fascinated about uh the the business you are doing right now. Um w- with regards to challenges, what's the biggest struggles uh that have have you overcome or Still overcoming uh, with your business or with your professional life.
0: So I think when you asked me that earlier, I wrote it down, and I'm yeah. I I think that we're always struggling with something. If if there's mm-hmm. not, then we have a problem with our ego because it, it's uh-huh. not in check anymore, right? Um, but I think a lot of you know in the beginning, I think it was skills when I was younger, mm-hmm. right? um and there's still skills i still have to learn new skills all the time i mean that's just the nature of our business but i it has to do with your your attitude and is this going to be a struggle or is this going to be experiment right is this going to be exploring yes. <laughs> is this going to be something that i get to am excited to do not that i don't want to do right um because now web design in 2005 i did not want to do web design but now i absolutely love it and that's i love doing the strategy for somebody's digital content for their website. I love working on that. And then I design a lot of sites and then I sometimes have other designers that work for me design the sites. So to me, my biggest struggle was scaling and mm-hmm. my, another biggest struggle was mindset. So it was about, Oh, well, can I charge that? Or, uh, um, you know, mm-hmm. am I worth it? Or can, can I, um, can I do this? And so I think it's someone seeing something in me, my friend, Dustin Lee, who runs retro supply. Uh-huh. Um, it's like, a, they do digital brushes and things like that. And they're amazing. He said to me, um, uh, he was like, well, you know, whatever he's like, you should do this. You should try this. You should, um, Uh, you have something, Diane, you need to uh, push. And so one of the things I'm working on this summer, is something that Dustin and I talked about in 2016. So he believed in me way long time ago, right? And, but I didn't believe Mm -hmm. in myself. And then um, two years later, I I got to meet another one of my mentors and friends, right? And um, Chris Doe from the future. Yes. Do you Mm -hmm. know who he is? Yeah, so of um future without an e right no yeah. ego with the e so yeah. i love chris and chris pushed me chris him. said yeah. i do too um mm-hmm. he said you should you need to do this diane when and he challenged me and he said okay well here are these five things i think you need to do and i want you to do them by monday and i'm like huh okay yeah. um uh, and then and he said what are you going to do if you don't uh, what are you going to do if you uh he had a celebration So I had a result that was a celebration in my mind. And then he also said, what are you going to do if you don't? And I hate mayonnaise. I mean, I know that seems like, you know, I don't have a ton of money, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. I have enough money. I have plenty of money. Absolutely. I can get anything that I want, but I'm not money focused, I guess. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody has to have enough, but I'm not, um, anyway, I'm not living in a mansion, right? But I love where I live. I have four acres. Love it. Mm -hmm. But, um, he said, so I didn't want to like burn a anything or a guitar or, you know, I, did, I didn't have anything that I, I really uh, was valuing that I was going to have to sell or do whatever, right? So I was like, I hate mayonnaise more than anything. I'm going to have to eat a spoonful, a big spoonful of mayonnaise if I don't do these things, five things that Chris wants me to do by Monday. <laughs> and I, of course, made the goal because I was like, I am not going to eat that mayonnaise. Wow. and yeah. And I think... <laughs> Sometimes it's just but it was having Dustin and Chris see something in me mm-hmm. that I think and that's the power of us being involved in community that's you you being present in your community and hearing what people are struggling with and then sharing what you're learning is huge and mm-hmm. i think that if if everybody realized that they um the the journey is what you need to share instead of trying to wait till you get there because you're never going to arrive. You're never ready to be a dad, right? You're yeah. you're never ready. There's never like this perfect Sometimes, time. Oh, I'm I've read all it. the parenting, yeah. <laughs> right? You're learning as you parent. And I think that's the same way with an mm-hmm. entrepreneurship. We just are learning as we go. There's going to be new things that come in and we have to be able to be pivot and flex and be able to, um, when people push back, we're going to see which side of the fence we're on. And then we, we take a stand and we can change our mind. It's mm-hmm. not like I took a stand on this and I hate mayonnaise and I will never be able to like mayonnaise ever. I never will eat yeah. anything with mayonnaise. That is not true. Right? Like 100%. I eat tuna sandwiches <laughs> and they have mayonnaise in them. So, yeah. but yeah, 100%. I think that, mm-hmm. I think it's just, I think we, for me, I needed somebody to believe in me. And so that, even spurs me on to see up, up and coming designers and to show, I mean, when you posted that, I was like, oh my goodness, I want to know how you did this. When you have this as a product, I am buying it. I, I, I want to know this, this to me, how you were able to do the ranking. And you said it was just experimenting. And I was like, no, you are selling yourself short. It's not just experimenting. (laughs) It's analyzing the data Uh and being able to pivot with that data. Hey, I'm going to try this. I'm going to Uh try this. So you're underselling all these things that maybe are natural Mm
1: -hmm. talents.
0: Yes. And I think people miss I think people don't realize that sometimes their superpower are these things that are these just natural gifts that God has given you and Mm. you overlook it because you think everybody has it because you've had it. You've been this way your whole life, but Mm -hmm. you know, not everybody's like that and you are, you are unique and you are special and this is a superpower and I can't wait to buy this thing. Whenever you release it, yeah.
1: <laughs> for sure. Thank you, Diane. It really means the world to me. And yeah, uh, just to highlight uh, what you said, you know, to, when someone believes in you, nothing. Uh, it's not about the money, you know. Uh, you know the 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 feeling that they'll give you that they trust you, hundred percent with the with uh, with the way you are doing it. It's you know, it's really for me. It's so real, right? So living in a country that. You know, in a society that negativity, you know, it's really surrounds Mm -hmm. you, right? So when someone believes in you, and that's really for me, it's a really, you know, really means the world to me. Uh, With with regards to to self worth, Diane, you you've mentioned the so the word, right? So and it's it's natural, especially in the creative community, to to really. sell ourselves short right so let's let's mm-hmm. be let's space it uh, let's space it right so uh, especially in the Filipino creative community I even uh, know someone that's selling a logo design for just $40 under right so or maybe mm. that's that's about 1,500 in peso so w- what's your thinking about that how you know if someone is listening right now that underselling themselves or you know trying you know, just trying to to find uh, uh find a job and then get that money right and then you know pay the bills oh I know and then they are leaving to paycheck to paycheck. What's your best practical mm-hmm.
0: advice for them? Okay, I tell this to students all the time, and mm-hmm. I do think some of it has to do with experiment experience mm-hmm. the the more experience you have um the more knowledge that you have, the higher your price can be. but yeah. what I tell a student is. Really, they should never charge when they get to me in college. Mm-hmm. they have had maybe two or three design classes. They should never mm-hmm. charge less than two hundred and fifty dollars for a logo. They're mm-hmm. like your friend, right the forty dollar logo or yeah. the fifty dollar mm-hmm. logo, or they'll just do it for you sometimes, okay, I get the altruistic I've done things like that, but then you really need to be passionate about that project or that that um company that you want to give that away because Mm -hmm. here's the thing your adobe suite isn't free every month okay so that's 60 bucks you at least need to charge 60 bucks okay um so then past that you had to learn some of that so if they went to college or if they've done learning online how much is that a month how much was that a class how many classes did they have to pay? All that education. This is not even just mm-hmm. time. Yeah. You didn't sleep so you could watch YouTube so you could learn how to do this. You're, you paid with sweat equity. So my sister had this great, I used to make jewelry, and she said, Diane, what if this takes off? And I said, okay, that'd be great. She said, well, somebody else has to make the jewelry. You can't make all the jewelry. And I was like, yeah, that's true. That's true. She said, well, who would you want? to who would you trust who would you want to to work for you and i i said oh i would want the girl who taught me you know somebody definitely who i trust and i value the quality was high she said okay well how much would you pay her and i said i'd pay her probably 12 or 15 dollars an hour and this was back in 1996 you know yeah. so that was a pretty good rate for yeah. that and i she said okay well that's what you're worth 12 to 15 dollars an hour That's how much you need to log every um, necklace that you make, every bracelet, and then you see how much that is. And then we're going to, it's not just cost. I mean, it's not just your time. Now you have to think like an entrepreneur. Well, you had, you had to buy the beads. You had to buy the string. You had to buy the every all the other things. Then there was packaging that went into it. Oh, and there was time that you, as a designer, made the packaging. And Mm -hmm. then there's marketing, right? So you Mm -hmm. have to think about all these things. And now that forty dollar thing doesn't even seem like it. You're right. Holy moly, what was I doing? I was making really nice, you know, a really nice meal and giving it away for next to nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I think about it when if we're thinking about cotton, right, you're out there picking cotton, that's somebody has to pick that cotton. You have to pay somebody to pick that cotton. Or if it's not a human picking the cotton, somebody has to run that machine and you have to put gas in that machine to all that costs money. So that makes it to me is very clear what, I'm sorry, my dog's barking.
1: It's okay. Um, it's <laughs> very
0: It's very clear that there is more cost. I think that we Mm aren't thinking about all those things that come in, Mm -hmm. right? You have electricity at your house, you have internet you have to pay every month. Why don't you add all that up? That's cost. That's Mm -hmm. cost of you doing business. So, and you have to buy a new computer every five years. So, there's the cost. So, here's what you buy a $4,000 computer or a $2,000 computer, divide that by. Five and then divide that by um, 52 or for weeks, if you want, or, or 12 for, so then that's how much that computer costs you that month. So if you're trying to see what this logo is worth, so if you're in your beginning stages and you haven't done many logos, I understand it's going to be a lower price, but as a kid graduates, I don't think they should ever charge less than $500 for a logo.
1: Gotcha, 100%. So yeah I'm I'm really taking notes in in here <laughs> to really hear those advice and for for listeners uh, making make sure that you're taking notes right so it's really you know invaluable for everyone in the community. But uh Diane I I think when someone you know uh, here in the Philippines uh, one one biggest problem that I'm seeing is the positioning right? So and mm. it's uh uh in a society where where we live in like like we just you know we've learned to be an uh, uh an employee right so not a business owner what's your best practical advice to them to uh to really up their game or up up their uh their worth or self worth with their uh, or even the 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 prices that uh, that they do or the prices for their works or for their logo designs or whatever creative deliverables they, they are sending to their clients. What's your best practical advice for them?
0: So I'm going to give you an analogy and I'm going to ask you a question. Um, okay. How much um, did you prepare for being a dad? Mm. Did you have to position yourself <laughs> as that? I mean, do you have to sell your daughter on it? Hey, I'm your dad. Right? Uh, yeah. Do you? You you have to sell her on that? Or is she no, believing no, no, because no. you're around? Yes. Right? No.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: So the position is, um, so with dogs, I don't know if you're a dog person or not, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: with dogs, you there's a pack leader. And so with an entrepreneur, it's very much the same. With a parent, it's very much the same. You have to lead the room. And that doesn't mean that you're leading with aggression. Usually those dogs are actually fearful dogs. The pack leader is the calm. So when you are an entrepreneur, even if you don't know everything, you have to be able to figure it out. Um, And you have to know where resources are. So really one of the best things people could do is be great researchers or have a great network of people to be able to ask. So finding a mentor, somebody like you, who understands the, who understands what the cultural or societal or what businesses will pay, that they're in it? You know what it is. Um, somebody who's done it before. So somebody maybe if somebody wants to work for somebody else that's in another country, then. Talk to somebody who's doing that. Talk to somebody who has clients there. See if they could mentor you. Right. But for it, you're a great example of this. You're giving tons of content away for free. Right. Mm-hmm. But you're also, you also have this that you will help people on a one-on-one basis because you're going to mentor them. That means that you're mm-hmm. going to invest in them. This isn't consulting. There's a difference between consulting and coaching, coaching, uh-huh. You come back every week and we help you get better and better. Just like a coach um, at a football team or soccer or baseball or whatever. They're coming back every week. The kid gets better. Well, it's the same thing. But the coach believes that you could do it if you do hard work, if you do your practice. Nobody's coming and saying, oh, you know what? I'm going to play the piano. Oh, really? How long have you been playing? Mm -hmm. Oh, I started 30 minutes ago. I'm going to do a concert tonight. No, that doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Nobody does that but they have teachers, they have mentors. So why do we put so much pressure on ourselves that we have to, um, to be a business owner. We have to have someone tell us Mm -hmm. that we are ready because you're never going to be ready. It's just like you as a parent, but it's just like as a, the pack leader. So you're the pack leader probably in your house or your wife is right. And, um, and there's the calm. And when, um, And a business, it's the same way. So if you want to be a business owner, then be a business owner. Then start experimenting. Just exactly like what you said, experiment. You have to know that there will be failure. I did not get on my bike. The first time my dad was teaching me how to ride a bike, I fell a whole lot that day, Mm -hmm. a whole lot. Probably the whole week I fell. When I was learning to snowboard, I fell so much that my tailbone I thought I had mud or something on my (laughs) hiney, right? Mm -hmm. It was black. There was the bruise was so, but it was so much fun. So it's about embracing the fun of the failure. And that's something Chris has really worked with me on. He said, Diane, you have, your expectations are way too high. This is the first time you're doing this. Why are you expecting it to be perfect? Mm -hmm. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's us as designers, we're perfectionists, right? Yeah. But you did not position yourself as a dad except that you tried to have a kid and then you had nine months to prepare, but you're never prepared. Every day Mm -hmm. is a new day. There will be new things every time a kid comes home with some other new experience, new thing that you didn't think about. It wasn't an experience you experienced as a kid. So you don't know, but you know what? You just take it. And you are the pack leader and you just go. So you as a business owner, you will not know everything that's coming down. But you need to be resourceful. You need to have a network of people. And I think you need to support. That's why we need the community. We need to support each other. When somebody's struggling, somebody needs to be that cheerleader for them. And when and and a and a guide and a mentor. That's why what you're doing in addition to this podcast in the mentoring is so critical. There's there's tons of people who just who don't want to invest in someone. And it, it it's not for free, right? This is time, but it's not like you're just showing up for the call and you're doing nothing. You probably do a ton of research. You're trying a lot of different things to help that one person. And, and I just think, um, we all need to reach back and we all need to mentor. And it does, I'm, not, I'm talking about a teenager needs to mentor a 12 year old. Um, You know, a twelve-year-old should mentor a six-year-old because they need to have. We all need to have somebody in our lives besides our parents that's teaching us and that's seeing the gold in us. Right? Gotcha,
1: hundred percent. Yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm really taking notes here. You know, that's really invaluable, and hopefully, our listeners will really find that you know uh, helpful for their own creative journey or creative entrepreneurship journey right yeah i hope i just i just yeah, want them to know sure.
0: that we're it's every day you're just uh-huh. you just have to get up and try 100%. and you're not going to know everything and if you are waiting till somebody till you're ready you're never going to be ready it's just like being mm-hmm. a parent you know you just have to be a parent. You have to be the best parent that you can today. Same way with a business owner. I've got to make the decisions today, right? The, the thing that I think is the best, can you change your mind? Absolutely. And you should, because you don't, you didn't, you knew more today than you knew yesterday, but don't expect to, it to be perfect. And don't ask for uh, validation you will earn it by experimenting exactly what you did you're a perfect example of this
1: <laughs> 100% and yeah i think uh uh we should really be aware of that you know be aware uh on that and it's not that we we uh we're trying to be perfect but to really improve every experience that the, we are uh we are engage engaging with right uh, and it's it's really uh, it's really the best time to really take action and i always said to 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 the community or it, it, uh, when I, whenever i have uh, speaking engagements it, that whenever you start uh, you are one step ahead from someone who never gets started or never did or never do something about uh, their business or about their passion so that's really you know that's really valuable thank you for that diane and uh yeah uh i think we we can wrap up the show right so and thank you so much for happy you know for for giving your positive vibes on on tdls listeners and on the show and for dropping by on the podcast just before we wrap up the show uh we've you've mentioned that you have a, creative business Bootcamp. Is, is that right uh,
0: it's yeah mm-hmm. it's called creatives mm-hmm. I, I changed the name today but cool. it um it is it's a summer camp that i'm doing is that what you're talking about or are you talking yeah, about yeah Mike? summer camp
1: yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah
0: so i'm going to do a summer camp it's 25 experts gotcha. um 5 days a week during the 5 weeks of july and 2 days of june the last Whoa. 2 days of june and so Christo, Mike Janda, Tom Ross, um, Melinda Livesey, um, and lots of other people are helping me out with this and they're all going to teach a different thing. And it's really about reaching your audience. Mm-hmm. It's about refining that audience, understanding mm-hmm. that audience. Um, it's a it, It's about retaining that audience, things you can do to do that. And there's some reframing. So there's some mindset stuff. Chris is going to talk about that failure and that fear and and pushing through that because that's something that he really helped me with um mike Jan is going to talk about listening and how wow. he is such an avid mm-hmm. takes notes so much and he's there just like you're present yeah. in your community and you're seeing what some of the pain points are mike's doing this too and and i just think you know we all have these skills and i, I just want to come together but it's not it's not just that there's going to be a community aspect where we're going to come together and Mm -hmm. um, have a Saturday uh, time together where we are all on the same uh, screen. And then we are probably going to do some breakout rooms so that you guys can get to know each other. And then Mm -hmm. there's um, some other things that are going to be just included in it as well. And, and I'm just excited because to me, those four R's are ways that people can, um, they, they'll they be able to raise their price, right? They <laughs> yeah. hopefully understand their worth mm-hmm. because they understand who the client is that they're going for. And they're understanding who the client is, how to reach that client because you're listening to the pain points that are out there, the content that you're creating. And then the retaining them is, is what are you doing within that relationship with your client that you can keep them for so long or that they want to keep coming back or that they feel like you over-delivered and you made them feel special. And and then just that there's so much mindset work when you own a business. And I don't know if it's worse for creatives because I've never not been a creative, but I know that when I talk to a lot of creatives, we do doubt. I doubt. I I feel like I'm a superposer lots of times instead of <laughs> having a superpower, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody, nobody is is. If people say that they don't worry about, um, oh gosh, what's that word? Where you think that you're a fraud? Um,
1: yeah, uh, imposter syndrome. Something yes, yeah. thank mm-hmm. you.
0: Um, yes. I'm so sorry, yes, imposter syndrome. If somebody says, Oh, yeah, I don't deal with that, they're uh-huh. lying, or you do not want to be friends with them because <laughs> they don't have a clue about reality. Because everybody who has empathy, everybody who has, um, I mean, we all, if you're really trying to grow, you know, there's a ton more you need to learn, right? Whenever anybody says, Oh, you know, if I ask a kid sometimes, um, I think this happens a little bit earlier in life than in now i know somebody asked me um what if you're on a scale one to ten in photoshop where would you say you were i'm like a two and i've spent a lot of years in photoshop but photoshop is huge right now if somebody Mm -hmm. asked me that about InDesign, i might be a little bit higher but a kid in school would be like oh i'm at like a nine in photoshop i'm like dude you are not a nine in photoshop all you you know it's like saying um first grade you know everything there is to know about the alphabet and you could write anything you want right no there's yeah. there's all these nuances that happen and i understand that when you're young you don't realize how far the journey is or how big photoshop is or how big indesign is but it's bigger than what we think and imposter syndrome is there and yeah. we just we we need a community you need a community mm-hmm. to be able to help you face that and realize that you're not you're not alone and everybody's like you
1: yeah 100% yeah that's really that's really awesome and uh, where they should uh, you know where they should go to learn more about the creative business ignite summer camp
0: Okay so um the it, so I changed the name today yeah, it's sure. called uh-huh. creative That's okay my uh-huh. friend Debbie clapper was like I have creative <laughs> business ignites kind of blah uh-huh. so since it's summer camp it needs to be fun so it's creatives mm-hmm. ignite so hopefully gotcha. um it will be at creativesignite.com and it's just uh-huh. going to f- forward back to um it's to a place on recharging you.com um, and it will live there and that's where people will purchase and people will, so it's not ready cool. yet, um, but I'm yeah. hoping by the end of next week, everything's up. And mm-hmm. um, And then I'm just making making content and sure. recording sessions with people and mm-hmm. getting everything ready.
1: Yeah, sure. So probably I will just add that on our show notes, right? So for those, everyone Perfect. who might be interested, especially for those you know, want to be really business savvy or an entrepreneur. That's I think that's really a great way to really grow your business and grow your presence, right? And your awareness as well in the surroundings of or in the community. Right. So yeah, we uh, thank you so much again, Diane. To wrap up the show, what's your best practical advice in, in macro level? Right? So in general, what's your best practical advice for creatives, entrepreneurs, and business owners out there who are listening to, to the podcast.
0: Uh, be teachable never, and, and never be afraid to be curious and ask questions when you don't understand something. Was that an okay answer? Yeah,
1: that's really cool. And yeah, short but really, you know, really powerful. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. So again, thank Diane, you. Thank, thank, you, you so so yeah. thank you so thank much. Thank you so much for dropping by on the podcast. And for those who are listening, so if you want to check all the, uh, the links that we've mentioned here or check the recommendation or show notes, just scroll down in your favorite podcasting platform. The podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or actually in any of your favorite podcasting app. You can also go to the That's the design liveshow.com to learn more about the podcast and check the great episode including this with Diane and make sure to listen on it and take notes and be teachable like like Diane uh has said to us to us so that's it again thank you so much Diane for dropping by on the podcast and help you had uh, had uh you know you had a great time on the podcast and I hope you enjoyed it
0: yeah, I did. Thank you so much for everything that you do for the community. Thank you for being a light. Thank you for not giving up. Thank you for just being you and um, being a mentor, being ready and able to help other people and bring people along on your journey. So thank yeah. you for asking me. I really appreciate it. So yeah, it, it's all it's the a, it's luck an and- honor. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Thank you.
1: Thank you. And that's it so thank you so much guys for listening again to the podcast and i really appreciate it for those people who are asking me on how to support the podcast you can leave a review on apple podcast so in that way you can help me to reach more people and make the podcast more discoverable within the ecosystem you can also take a screenshot of this podcast and share it with your friends colleagues or to anyone that might be interested in this kind of contents. You can also support the podcast monetarily by visiting jcrysteves.com forward slash donate or patreon.com forward slash tdls and you can also shop courses and tools online to design the life you really deserve by visiting my shop at shop.jcrysteves.com and you can book a call today. I don't buy it. Just let me know, guys. So the last one would be also by listening and to all the podcast episode and previous episode. And however you support my message, uh, how however small that is, uh, more than enough. And it means the world to me. So thank you so much and see you again next time.